Do they really expect us to believe the White House version of GarageGate? Can somebody please explain to me how it is possible they're still finding classified documents in Biden's garage two and a half months later? Uh, like, you haven't thoroughly checked the garage. They found classified documents, if you believe anything they say, for the first time in Biden's garage many, many weeks ago. And they couldn't thoroughly. How many people does it take to search a garage? How many weeks? Hey, guys, I think we found another one. That's what they, they, they're letting this thing drip out. Oh, we found another one. Oh, wait, we actually found six more. And there's like so many different narratives here that we're supposed to believe. And they still haven't finished searching the garage two and a half months later. I mean, how dumb do they think we are? And, and, but don't worry, the garage was locked. That's literally what Biden told Peter Ducey. It, the, it's not like it was out in the street. The garage was locked. Uh, oh, well, that that's comforting. You had nuclear secrets or who knows what else, secrets on Iran and other classified documents on Ukraine. But it was in a locked garage next to a Corvette. The White House, they keep lying. They keep leaving out important details. Now, now, like, for example, they didn't bother to tell us that there were four different batches discovered. They told us there was one batch discovered. But then they kept telling us, oh, and we found another. And then we found another. And, and, and by the way, how do, they, how do you explain the fact that lawyers were cleaning out the closet at the Penn Biden Center back in November? The, the initial – again, I don't believe anything they're saying because everything they're saying – is their own narrative, right? I mean, why should you believe it? They have no presumption of innocence or of telling the truth. But they're, 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 according to their own version, it still makes no sense because they're saying, well, uh, they, they were cleaning out a closet at this Biden, Penn Biden Center uh, in Washington, D.C., November 2nd. And oh, well, they found a bunch of classified documents. Why were the lawyers cleaning out the closets? Really? You send lawyers to clean out the closet, but you don't know that there were classified do- unless they actually knew there were classified documents in the closet. Wouldn't you just send a cleaning crew? And also the Penn Biden office where they supposedly found the initial batch that opened in 2018. But Biden left his office of VP as and in 2017. So that's a year that's unaccounted for. Where were the documents during that year? They're saying, well, nobody discovered the documents. The minute we discovered it, it by the way, it makes no sense that Biden was unaware of classified documents in four different locations. They're literally finding them now in three or four different. I, I can't even keep track. Three or four, but they're in his house. They're in his garage. They're in his personal office. They're in the Penn, 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 Penn Biden Center. So like, But he didn't know about any of these. I mean, they were just misplaced. They were just, oh, wow. They just made themselves uh, somehow made their way into like a batch of like these innocuous documents. And I'm supposed to believe that that he just wasn't aware. Of course, he was aware. How did they get even even get out of wherever they originated to begin with? Uh, And where were they for that year in between, as I said? And by the way, they didn't bother to tell us. Guess who had full access to Biden's garage with the documents, and by the way, the documents are in a campaign ad. There's a Biden campaign ad for 2019 where he's backing his Corvette into the garage, the, into the garage, which is going to be locked and it's very secure, but it's wide open in the commercial. And then they actually found this batch of documents, stack of documents. You can see it in the ad. You can't make this stuff up in the ad right there next to the Corvette, which is supposedly where they found. So we're literally looking at a campaign ad of Biden with a batch of classified documents that he stole after he was VP, after he left office in 2016. Uh, is China looking at that campaign ad? But guess who had access to the garage? Guess who actually had access to the Biden home? No surprise. His son, Hunter. His son, Hunter, was like legally in charge of Biden's home, including his garage, with these documents. Uh, while these classified documents are sitting there, Hunter Biden, the same Hunter Biden, who's essentially an asset of China has full access to these documents. White House doesn't bother to tell us that. They won't tell us what's in the documents. Uh, they won't tell us how the documents made their way to all these different locations. By the way, uh, the, you know, classified documents, it's hard for them to like just slip into like your cookbook, your, 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 your file of your folder of recipes because they are actually 
you know, they, they have like red markings on them, like these classified documents as incompetent as the government appears to be. And especially intel agencies who I used to have respect for. I've lost all respect for them. But they do mark these classified documents with like this big red lettering and, you know, red borders all around it. So it's not as though, well, you know what? I, I just I, I packed a bunch of recipes into my suitcase. And lo and behold, recipes, not that I'm going to use a gas stove for those recipes, of course, because those are dangerous, even though Joe Biden is on video using a gas stove, which they want to ban. And another question, I mean, there's so many questions. How are Biden's lawyers allowed to just be sifting through these documents on their own? No FBI, no DOJ, no law enforcement officials. What, like we're using the honor system. Trump was treated like a spy. They did this massive FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. But Biden, all right, yeah, no problem. Just let your lawyers go through the documents. Tell us what illegal classified documents are being mishandled and just, uh, you know, give us your word. You know, promise us that you're telling the truth. And you know what the real story is, which very few people are discussing? Who actually leaked this to the media in the first place? Who is behind this story? I mean, Biden's the one who committed the crime. But who actually is leaking all this information to the who leaked the original story? Let me ask you that. And I have no doubt that it was the Democrats. I have no doubt that Biden's own people, because look at the timing. OK, this gets leaked. This this story took place back in November 2nd. The discovery, the official discovery. Uh, which even even that I don't believe. I think they only did that a- as an insurance policy. I think they knew about these for months, if not years. But the point is that when did it get leaked to the media? The only reason that Biden and the White House ever admitted to this is after it was leaked by the media. I mentioned last time it was because of an investigation, but that's not true. Actually, it turns out that there was an investigation open weeks ago, but it was leaked to the media. Who leaked the story to the media? Well, it happened several days after Biden announced that he's running for reelection in 2024. So why was this leaked to the media? Because I believe that the Democrats themselves, they want to ensure that Biden does not run in 2024. They want to get him impeached or they want to make this scandal so big that uh, he, he has that he is not able that, you know, he, he is so ridden in scandal that he's unable to run for office in 2024. And think about this. Let's assume that they're right. They found the documents in a closet somewhere. Right. Why did they? hand them in to the archives, why not just dispose of them? Why not just shred the documents? I, and you're going to tell me, well, they're doing the right thing. They're being honest. I mean, that's not how politicians, maybe. You, you want to believe that? That Well, they, they handed it in because they were doing the conscientious thing. Okay, you can believe that. I'm skeptical. Sorry for being skeptical. You know, as, 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 these, these are not honorable people. These are not people of integrity. So I think they actually originally did that because they want to force Biden to step down and not run for re-election. And this is their insurance policy. And by the way, he needs to be impeached. And we'll get into that a little bit later on over this. And when you're impeaching him over this, you got to throw in the border crisis, which is his mess. He has failed in his capacity as commander in chief. You've got to throw in all the Hunter Biden stuff. I mean, Burisma, there is so much to throw at Biden. I mean, this is one of the most corrupt politicians in American history. I mean, there's another option that a caller said, which maybe they're trying to do this to d- distract from all the other as a smokescreen because the other crimes are so bad that the Democrats are actually doing this because this is the best case scenario is let's distract the country with this scandal, which is not nearly as bad. And you can, we can debate it. We don't know what's in these documents because they're not tell- they're classified. Very convenient. Sorry, we can't tell you what's in the documents because it's classified. Well, isn't that great? So we have no idea, you know, how dangerous this, this, this stuff is or how, you know, uh, what, 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 what kind of damage this could do if, if these classified documents got into the wrong hands. Classified documents is serious business, but it's still like not as severe a crime as the Hunter laptop and, and, and all the other crimes that the Biden crime family has been involved in. But I don't think so. This is really bad, a special counsel. This scandal is exploding, and this could take Biden down. 
in terms of not enabling him to run for re-election. As far as I'm concerned, this is getting close to Watergate, not as much the, the crime itself, but the cover-up, which is usually how it happens. That's what happened with Watergate, too. Even CNN. So I, so I have trouble believing that this is done as a distraction. I think that this was done by Biden's own people to, to sabotaging him because they know he's a massive liability. CNN says that the White House has been misleading the public, even CNN, even woke CNN, CNN, who's always there to support Biden, CNN, who ignores the border story for years, the border crisis, CNN, who manufactured a Russia collusion hoax and then literally reported it as fact for two years. It was a lie um, about Trump. So that same CNN now says the White House misled the public. That tells you how bad does anything CNN is saying. It's that on steroids. Okay, so. Karine Jean-Pierre, the affirmative action hire, the worst press secretary ever. I mean, Karine Jean-Pierre couldn't find a way out of a paper bag. She promised that they were not going to find any more documents. She said, yes, all the documents have been accounted for. There are no other locations. Two days later, two days later, oh, we found another batch of documents. And and by the way, that's only after they explained to Karine Jean-Pierre what the word classified means, what the word document means, and what a Corvette is and what a garage is. It's unbelievable. So – like I said, the second batch, I want to go through the timeline a little bit here, but there are so many holes in this story. The second batch was found December 20th. OK, they, remember, they they, they they first admitted to this thing and there was a batch found November 2nd. And don't worry, remember that bogus narrative the media was telling us this doesn't compare to Trump because Trump cooperated. Biden, I'm sorry, Trump did not cooperate. Biden cooperated. They handed everything in right away. Well, that was a lie. November 2nd, they handed one batch of documents and then they supposedly find a second batch December 20th. But then when the White House announced, the White House has been lying repeatedly to the point where even CNN can't cover it up. When, when the, the, the second batch was found December 20th. When the, when the White House originally announced, they only announced the one batch November 2nd. They never announced the second batch until NBC uh, reported that there was a second batch. The White House sat on the story for months. They finally admitted the story, but after it was leaked to the media, but then they only report like a fraction of the story. Biden tells Ducey, hey, look, the garage was locked. I mean, it's not like it was out in the street or anything. Well, here's the thing. Hunter Biden was either living in the house or had full access to the house, literally with these documents. Uh, and uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, Hunter Biden is owned by China. China's given him billions of dollars. I'd rather they be out in the street. Biden's laughing and joking. And it's absurd. The comment that he made, oh, that, well, the garage was locked, Peter. And, and, and he was mocked for that big time, even by people on the left, because it's so it's such an absurd thing to say. Uh, but like I literally would rather that the documents be out in the street where hopefully some good Samaritan comes along and protects them. As opposed to them being locked in the garage with Hunter. That's actually the worst case scenario. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Um, as, as I said, how are they finding the document, more documents this week? Make absolutely no sense. And they only found one document in the garage. Oh, no, actually, we found six documents in the garage. I mean, they literally cannot get their story straight. And, of course, investigators are nowhere near this thing because it's Biden, not Trump. And he's a uh, and he's a Democrat. And, and, and the FBI and the DOJ and Merrick Garland, they are doing everything possible to protect him. Um, not to mention, by the way, the Penn Biden Center, as in U of Penn, where, where the original the Biden office, where they originally were found, if you believe their narrative, November. Well, U of Penn was given fifty five million dollars by China. Yeah, China, which this is what China does. My wife has always pointed this out to me how China 
They, they, they basically bribe away all these colleges and universities. They buy into these. They, they give millions and millions of dollars, tens of millions in donations to these top universities, top colleges all around America. That's how they infiltrate American culture because then they basically buy the silence of these colleges. These colleges will not uh, say a, a negative word about China. And that's how China – China plays the long game, OK? So uh, what China does is they're literally taking over American education system, American culture, buying off all these politicians. You probably know uh, about Eric Swalwell, Eric Swalwell, who Kevin McCarthy kicked off of his committee assignments, the Democrat Eric Swalwell. You know, he literally uh, that was was spied on a Russian uh, – I'm sorry, a Chinese spy – got very, very close to Eric Swalwell, which majorly compromised intelligence. And and Eric Swalwell saying, well, why did they kick me off this committee? Well, well, Kevin McCarthy's biased against me. No, he's not. You literally were compromised by a Chinese spy. So for all we know, but what's interesting is there so, – so, so China uh, gave $55 million to U of Penn, University of Pennsylvania. U of Penn then opens this office, partners with Biden. So for all we know, Chinese spies actually could access these documents. And this is, this is serious stuff. You know, this is not like, oh, well, conspiracy theories. This is how foreign enemies spy on us. It's not just in the, in the novels and in the movies. It's through this kind of incompetence. They target a, a, a vice president like Biden back when he was VP. Okay, he's he's corrupt. His son is on drugs, is, is, is a cocaine addict, a crack addict who needs a lot of money and he's willing to commit all sorts of, of crimes. Then they compromise the family and then they go and steal documents. So, like, that's not fiction. That's actually how this stuff, you know, actually goes down. And that is exactly if you if you put all the pieces together, that fits perfectly with this narrative. I right, thank you for listening to the Yaakov M show on the Vin News podcast. Send us an email. Josh at VINnews.com. Josh at VINnews.com. We do try to read every email. We do often respond. Not No guarantee, but we will try. Um, we can mention your emails very often on the air, and we appreciate it. And just send us an email. Tell us you're enjoying. Tell us you hate it. Tell, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me all the mistakes I made. I don't know. Tell me, uh, you know, I get a lot of positive feedback, which, of course, I'm very thankful for. And, uh, you know, we want to hear your thoughts. All right. Let me go through the timeline here quickly before we get to the other news of the day. November 2nd, Biden's attorneys allegedly find classified, and I'm only saying allegedly because I think it's worse, not because I think it's better, uh, find classified documents stashed at the Penn-Biden Center. That is six days before the midterm elections. Biden's personal lawyers discover 10 documents with classified markings. Some of them say top secret. Uh, again, why are the lawyers cleaning out the closet, not the cleaning crew, if they didn't know about these things? No- November 4th. National Archives, having been told about the documents, contact the DOJ uh, to alert them. November 9th, day after Election Day, the FBI begins an assessment of whether Biden committed any crimes by mishandling classified documents. After months of telling us how Trump was like evil incarnate because he mishandled classified documents. And by the way, a lot of people are saying this is the Hillary email servers all over again. People think that the reason Hillary lost in 2016, a big part of it was the email scandal, which certainly that was a, a factor. And they're saying that's that this is Biden's email server scandal, which, of course, is going to mean no indictments, as we know. But hopefully I, and I want Biden to run for reelection, but I still want to impeach him. Uh, November 14th, Garland assigns U.S. Attorney John Lausch to lead an investigation. Uh, no, November 18th, Garden, Garland announces special counsel in the Trump case. So that's pretty surreal. They actually while they're appointing the special counsel in the Trump case for mishandling classified documents, they actually already are investigating Biden for doing the exact same thing. Nobody bothered to tell us. December 20th, Biden's personal lawyer tells Lausch that more classified documents were found in the garage of Biden's 
Wilmington home in Delaware. That's December 20th. What's that discrepancy there for all those weeks? Makes no sense. January 5th, Lausch advises Garland to appoint a special counsel. January, and that is, again, part of that because the White House, if you believe CNN, and I actually sort of maybe believe them a little bit here because it makes sense. Part of it is because the White House was so misleading in their public statements about the story. The story kept changing. The story is full of holes, full of lies. That's part of why Garland Garland's like, I'm not getting anywhere near this thing. The, the, the White House is – they are so corrupt. Even I need to appoint a special counsel, even though Garland's been in the tank for Biden for years. January 9th, the public is first told about the mishandling of the documents. That's interesting. Lausch advised the special counsel January 5th before the special counsel's appointed. But Garland didn't appoint the special counsel until he saw – how much the White House was covering this up and lying. Uh, January 10th, Biden made his first public statement about the documents. He was in Mexico City at the time, and he said, well, I take classified documents seriously. Well, uh, he's right. He takes classified documents. I don't know if he takes them seriously. He does take them, but he doesn't take them seriously at all. They, 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 you know, you find them in one place, one random place. I still don't believe it, because how do you just, like, misplace classified documents? It's egregious, but but fine. I'll, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt in one location, three locations. More keep coming, and that's that's his own lawyer. So who knows what the reality would be if it was actually being investigated normally. January 11th um, – and by the way, January 10th, when Biden discussed it, he, he he already knew that it was found in other locations, didn't bother to tell us, of course, lie by omission. January 11th, classified documents reported at a second location, even though that happened in December. At Those were found in the garage. And, of course, Peter Ducey that day asks Biden, he says, really, the garage next to the Corvette, classified materials, what are you thinking? And Biden says back, my Corvette's in a locked garage, OK, so it's not like they're sitting out in the street. Um, and then January 12th, Garland appoints the special counsel. And then, by the way, January 14th, which I'm recording this Sunday, that was yesterday, they announced, oh, by the way, we found even more documents. So they're calling it batch number three. But I think if you do the math, that's actually batch number four. Um, unbelievable. Richard Sauber, White House lawyer, said six classified documents were found in Biden's library. Originally, we thought one. So there's one in the garage, one at the Penn Biden Center, two in the Biden library in two different batches. I don't know what's taking these incompetent people. I could I, I could probably clear it out. You give me five hours. I'll probably find any document there. But uh, they're dragging this out for weeks and weeks. And, and that's because there's clearly a massive cover up. We, we haven't even seen. The tip of the iceberg here, folks. There's so much more that I'm sure is going to unfold and unravel. And like I said, even makes it even more uh, interesting and more kind of mysterious is I think that Biden's own people are working against him. So this is actually going to get much worse for Biden before it gets better because it's an inside job. Um, like I said, CNN said the White House was misleading. I'll read some quotes here from the CNN piece because it's really interesting how they're throwing Biden under the bus. And again, they're doing it because the story's so bad that CNN, if they ignore it, they look – they look terrible. So they've got to, like, admit to some wrongdoing here. So they say uh, part of what prompted Garland to appoint the special counsel, White House misled the public, withheld key information. A justice official said, quote, the White House's public statements earlier this week offered an incomplete narrative about the documents. The misleading statements created the impression that Biden's team has something to hide. No kidding. And then in another piece, CNN said, quote, the botched messaging strategy became more clear when American learns, Americans learned a second batch of classified material was found uh, at his home in Delaware. That detail was communicated to the DOJ December 20th, yet the White House did not disclose it uh, even this week when they first told us about the first batch of documents that made it look like Biden had something to hide. 
And then Biden trying to minimize it. This is CNN. This is CNN, folks. Biden's bid to minimize the the discovery of secret material in his garage by saying his garage was locked to protect his beloved Corvette did not exactly back up his earlier claim that Americans know he takes classified documents seriously. So that is CNN throwing Biden under the bus, and they're 100% right. David Gergen, high-profile Democrat advisor, he was a, one of Bill Clinton's top advisors, he says if the White House keeps covering things up this way and let the truth drip, you know, come out in drips, drip, 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 he says the White House is going to get creamed. That's a direct quote from David Gergen, and that, that made big headlines in the mainstream media. And here's what's comical. What's comical about all this, nothing's funny about all this, but what's amusing is that, you know what the pundits keep saying? They keep saying, oh, this is great for Trump. Why is it great for Trump? Because until this whole scandal erupted, right, Trump was this terrible person. Trump committed the the crime of the century by mishandling classified documents. He was for sure going to get indicted. And now they can't indict Trump because they're not going to indict Biden. So now Merrick Garland can't, you can't indict Trump without Biden. That would be a disaster. So what are they saying? They're not going to indict either one. Now, one second. If this is as bad a crime as everybody thinks, so don't you need to indict both? All right, this is a terrible crime, guys. We're going to indict Trump, mishandling classified information. Of course, Hillary did the same thing. But when Trump does it, crime of the century. All right, let's indict Trump. Oh, wait a second. Biden did the same thing. Oh, now we're stuck here. Now, this is, isn't this a, a quandary for us? Uh, isn't this a dilemma? Well, maybe we should indict both. No, we'll indict neither. Uh, one second. A minute ago was the crime of the century. Yeah, but it would look hip- hypocritical. So that's the response. Don't worry, we won't indict Trump either. I thought this was the crime of the century. Oh, yeah, but politically it would be bad. I don't think it is the crime of the century, by the way. I, I believe every – I'm sure Obama did this. I'm sure Bush did this. I'm sure Reagan did this. They're leaving the White House. They're never coming back. They want to write memoirs, whatever it is. Not condoning it, but they probably all take some classified documents, put it in the sock drawer, and it never gets – discovered. But uh, but again, why are we believing any of this stuff? Why are we believe I don't believe any of any of the Biden narrative if they're going to look at look they're going to try to spin it as best they can and they still have admitted to so much guilt and so much wrongdoing and so much corruption in their own narrative, not leaking from the DOJ. This came from the Biden so the Biden administration by their own admission did these egregious things and keeps contradicting themselves and lying. But like we're going to believe their narrative, it, 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 you know, because remember in the beginning, oh, Biden's cooperating, Trump's not not cooperating. Why on earth would you believe that? Why would you believe? And you got to impeach Biden because this is so much worse. Oh well, can you really impeach Biden? Absolutely, because the, the Democrats impeached Trump over a phone call with Zelensky in Ukraine, saying, "Hey, can you help me gather information?" Okay, Trump did nothing wrong. He was impeached, and he was impeached twice for doing nothing wrong. He repeatedly did nothing wrong. He repeatedly got impeached for political reasons because Democrats targeted him. Biden is guilty of so many crimes. He's done so many things. The Hunter scandal, Burisma, the prosecutor, the quid pro quo. Biden's the real quid pro quo. That was what Trump was trying to find, that dirt, that information to begin with on that call with Zelensky. The irony, Trump gets impeached for trying to actually you know, find justice, serve justice and uphold justice and the law, the rule of law. And Biden is the one committing all the crimes and Biden is not going to get impeached. The Republicans are in charge. You've got to impeach. You you have it. It's on a silver platter, even if it means that, that Biden won't be running again in 2024. And I think he's the best option for our purposes because he's he's such a liability. I still think you need to you need to impeach Biden. I mean, it's, it's the right thing to do. <clears throat> and excuse me, the right wing pundits like they keep qualifying. I mean, for days they're telling us how, well, it was only 10 documents. Trump was 300. Of course, they're taking Biden at face value. How do we know Biden wasn't 500? How do we know it was a thousand? There was no FBI raid. OK, we don't know. We're, we're taking we're taking the Biden people's word for it. Stop telling me how. Well, it's it, it's apples to apples. But what Trump did was worse. But what Biden did, did is still bad. We don't even know what Biden did. And what Biden did is far worse because he doesn't have the ability to classify. And these Republicans like Karl Rove. Uh, commentating on this, saying how, well, you know, 
what Trump did was much worse, but what Biden did is still bad. No, why is that? Why do you have to do that? Why do they? Why do they? Why are they never ever able to tell the truth and to and to vindicate Trump and to and, and, and to tell the truth about Biden and the Democrats? And and it's so much worse. I, honestly, Biden, Trump was so much more transparent. Trump didn't hide, didn't cover anything up. As I said, Vice President had no right to declassify these documents. Trump absolutely had every right to declassify. Uh, Biden claims to being fully cooperative. You see, he's not being fully cooperative because uh, they keep lying. And keep covering it up. And that's why Garland appointed the special counsel to begin with. So the fact that Biden, I don't believe anything Biden's telling us. The Biden, the whole administration, they're pathological liars. They tell us one lie after the next. All right, let's get to the other news of the day quickly here. Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, she says that inflation has been moderate, has been low and moderate over the past few months. Unbelievable. And another lie. Uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, she said this on Friday. She says, yeah, inflation has been low and moderate over the last several months. And the reason is because in December it was 6.5 percent. It went from like 9 percent to 7.1 in November to 6.5 in December. That somehow is low and moderate. The problem is they're measuring it year over year. This is such a fake piece of data. They're measuring inflation year over year. So December, they're measuring to December 2021. December 2021, Biden's in office for nearly a year. Real inflation and inflation was extremely high at that point. So Biden raises inflation and then it keeps going up and up and up, but it's not going up as quickly. So somehow then it's supposed to be going down. Then it's moderating. Now now inflation is slowing. That's a lie. The real inflation is up 14% right now. You've got to compare it to when Biden first took office. Eggs are $7 a dozen. And I understand bird flu and all of that. But you cannot tell me inflation is moderate. Inflation is low. You're the Treasury Secretary. And eggs are $7 a dozen. And people go to the store. And we know we're spending twice as much, three times as much money as when Trump was president. And then they tell, oh, yeah, inflation is not so bad because they're measuring it based on fake numbers. They're measuring Biden up against himself. Biden was inflation was terrible. And now it's even worse. But it's not escalating and increasing as quickly. It makes absolutely no sense. Uh, it's like when they measure the bu- budget deficit. You know, they're celebrating now because the du- budget deficit is only one point six trillion dollars, one point six trillion is low for the budget deficit. Why? Because it was two point four trillion. Okay, it was two point four trillion because of COVID. That's the only reason. Before that, it was one trillion. Now it's one point six, so it's really higher. So what? This is how it goes. They have a crisis. Did they handle the crisis properly, giving out trillions of dollars? There's so much money that was given out fraudulently, that was given out to people who didn't deserve it for COVID relief. But now that becomes the new normal. Is they they leverage this crisis now and they say, well, look how high the the the, the budget deficit was, and they don't bother mentioning, oh well, that was because of COVID and the lockdowns and a, and, a, and a once in a lifetime crisis, literally once in a hundred years. So now that becomes the new bar, and anything below two point four trillion, and we celebrate, we celebrate that the, the 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 budget deficit is off the charts, out of control, astronomically high, and hey guys, pat ourselves on the back, we got it down. Uh, meanwhile, Pete Buttigieg, I mean, this just is a total disaster here. What happened with the flights the other day? Uh, we have the worst tra- transportation secretary in history. I mean, Buttigieg and Karine Jean-Pierre are competing for most incompetent, most pitiful uh, member of the Biden administration. The F- the, and Buttigieg was appointed for one reason. Buttigieg, is, he has zero qualifications, zero. He was a bad mayor. Being an incompetent mayor in the Midwest, in Indiana, does not qualify you to be the head of transportation, and he knows nothing about transportation. He agreed to drop out of the race, remember, because Bernie Sanders was going to be Biden, and they needed Buttigieg out, and they needed Klobuchar out. So Buttigieg agreed, all right, I'll, I'll step down. 
I'll, and, and, and Bernie Sanders was going to win the nomination. So Buttigieg agreed to um, withdraw from the primaries, and in return they offered him a cabinet position. And, and, and we're all suffering as a result. So the FAA grounded all flights for several hours on Wednesday. Hundreds of flights canceled, thousands delayed because of a computer glitch. By the way, now they're reporting – this is not getting any attention because of the Biden scandal, but they're saying now that it may have been intentional. This actually may have been – Sabotage, believe it or not. That's literally what what the FAA is saying. Fortune magazine said this was caused by a corrupted file, some kind of computer glitch where two contractors, two engineers corrupted a file that caused the system to crash. Um, Here's my. So so now they're these guys are taking the fall. They're blaming it on these two contractors, these two engineers. Here's my question. If two engineers can make a mistake or whatever this was, corrupt a file and these two engineers have an, have the ability to ground hundreds of flights and cripple the entire system of a, 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 a commercial, um, you know, a, a airline system in the United States. Uh, isn't that a problem? Isn't that a really bad system? This software that they're using is at least thirty years old. It's literally the Flintstone um, system here, uh, and, and the Department of Transportation. Last year, they requested more money. They requested twenty nine million dollars to replace this system that they're using. It's called NOTAM, N-O-T-A-M, and it's some kind of system to alert pilots if there's some issue going on or whatever. Anyway, they called it failing vintage hardware. They called this failing – they called it vintage hardware, hardware, which is failing. So this 30-year-old system was taken down by two engineers who supposedly somehow replaced a file with the wrong file or somehow corrupted the system. And uh, uh, according to the FAA, there are procedures in place to ensure – that the system doesn't get damaged by technicians who are working on them. The file was corrupted despite the fact that there are rules in place that actually are supposed to prevent those kinds of changes happening to this live system. And agency officials, FAA officials, are trying to determine whether these two engineers made the changes accidentally or intentionally or if there was any malicious intent. The FAA, so that you have flights grounded, they clearly interfered. This could have been very dangerous. At the very least, it was very costly and very inconvenient. Could have been much worse. Thank you, Pete Buttigieg. And he is responsible. Oh, well, Pete Buttigieg, he's not actually the one designing the software. He's not actually the one sitting there in, in the control tower. I don't care. You're the Secretary of Transportation. Why did this stuff not happen under uh, under Trump? This, these kinds of things between the, 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 the egg supply, the supply chain, the chip shortage, remember that, and all the supply chain issues we've had, all the food shortages, uh, et cetera, that came about because of uh, issues with the transportation system. And that all falls in the lap of Pete Buttigieg. And as I said, now you have Fortune magazine saying that we have no idea if this was done maliciously. This could have been done. This could have been a, an act of terror. But um, and the FBI and the FAA totally compromised. But everybody's busy with classified documents. And nobody's talking about it. Mayor Pete is not qualified to operate a cash register. Um, all right. And by the way, the FAA is seeking more funding. This is what happens is we're incompetent. We need more money. That'll solve the problem. Instead of fixing their mess or replacing the incompetent personnel or Buttigieg actually resigning as he should, the FAA has gone to Congress and said, please give us more money. They're literally requesting more money. They're saying that's the issue. Money will fix this problem. It's like it's like Eric Adams. It's like these mayors of sanctuary cities saying, oh, well, we're being bombarded by a bunch of illegals, give us more money. Like everything, uh, whatever the problem is, instead of fixing the problem, hey, we'll just ask for more funding from the federal government. Let's uh, let's go, let the taxpayers pay for it. This is a good excuse for us to give ourselves raises. And uh, finally, uh, the Mossad has thwarted yet another terror attack on Europe. This happened a few days ago, I, but I ran out of time. And we got to mention this because the Mossad, the Israelis, they're always protecting these other countries 
and they get abused. They get treated like dirt by these countries, and yet they still do it. They still protect innocent lives, and, and they're still watching everybody else's back. They are the world's policemen. They're the only ones preventing so many of these terror attacks. So uh, Israel, the Mossad, uh, they literally prevent probably tens of thousands of deaths every year, terror attacks, or even more. Those are the ones we find out about. Who knows? Get zero credit. German police uh, arrested a 32-year-old Iranian citizen, and he apparently procured cyanide and ricin, which are obviously extremely, extremely deadly. There are no words to describe how fatal uh, cyanide and ricin are, and he was going to commit a, a terror attack in the name of radical Islam. And here's what's amazing. And, and, the, and the Mossad, they were the ones who discovered this. This was in Germany. They alerted the German authorities and the, the German authorities arrested this person. If ingested, obviously, ricin or cyanide are extremely, extremely de- deadly, like cyanide within literally a matter of seconds. Ricin is, is, is just incredibly, incredibly toxic. Um, here's the amazing thing. This offense carries a prison sentence of Six months to 10 years in jail. This guy is going to be in jail for a maximum of 10 years. If I know the German system, justice system, he'll be out within a couple of years on parole or whatever. Good behavior. Six months to 10 years. I mean, this man was he literally was guilty of of, of planning a terror, plotting a terror attack with ricin and cyanide. Execute him. Firing squad. Lock him up. Throw away the key. Six months to 10 years, and then he's going to go back out, and of course, he's going to revert to terror. Why, why would he not? I mean, he, he's, they, they've taught him a valuable lesson. You can get away with this, basically. Six months to 10 years for uh, plotting a terror attack? It, it, it's absurd. There are no words to describe how ludicrous that is. And that tells you everything that's wrong with the Europeans, with the EU. A lot of these terrorists in the UK, they, you know, they, they're part of the revolving door. They come out, commit more terror attacks. And the United States is not much better. That's going to do it for today, and we will see you next time.